everyone, the time has come. 2020 is almost over. How does it feel? I don't know. Feels okay, but it also feels like it's just another month. You know something? I I gotta I gotta thank God here. This year is almost over. Yeah, after this year, COVID's done. It's it's out of the picture. Yeah. yeah. January first. It, it just runs away. Yeah. <laughs> January first, it's all gonna go away, and we're just gonna be all back to normal again. It's gonna oh, be great. This won't last another year. It won't last another day. Yeah, exactly. Especially with that six hundred dollars stimulus check we're getting. Oh, Dude, buddy. I'm yeah. so excited to buy a PS5. PS5, yeah, right. Might be able to get a Series X or a lobotomy. You never know. I, I go with a lobotomy. A six six hundred dollar <laughs> lobotomy. Sign me up. <laughs> That's a steal. <laughs> That's a fucking crime. All that and more on this episode of Reviews from the West. I'm Nick. I'm Victor. We also have Chase. Chase, say hello. Hi. Oh, he does. I'm 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 no longer a guest here, sir. Um. So this is a Rolling Stones article. This is the headline. 2020 is the year of the nussy. Meet the people getting off on COVID-19 nasal swabs. The nussy? That's like nose pussy. You know, like bussy? <sighs> yeah. Is bussy butt pussy or is that boy pussy? Either way, I don't like it. I <laughs> I thought it was boy pussy. I thought bussy was I think boy it was pussy. just a, a funny way to say, say how you usually say it. It is a music magazine, right? Not anymore. What? It's about rolling kidney stones at this point. Ryan, you hear that? Kidney stones. Better watch out, Ryan. Oh, wait. We don't have Ryan here. Ryan's not with us, as you can see. But it, he'll be watching us from afar, I'm sure. He won't. He probably won't. The man is sick. He might have COVID, so send him your best wishes and positive vibrations. COVID! Got one of our Boys. Oh, the coof. The coof got him, man. The coof. <laughs> Kobe, Kobe got our boy. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Some people call it the coof. The I've coof. never heard anyone call it the coof. Honestly, so so Trump called it the kung flu, and that is really fucked up. But goddamn, that's funny as shit. We don't Kung, talk about him anymore. Kung flu is fucking hilarious, and I don't want to. <laughs> I hey, hey. I don't want to. Don't want to get into the discussion about it. But that's we, that shit's funny. That is funny. That I is funny. I fucking hate Trump, but he's like, oh, the Kung flu, and I'm like, wait, did he? Did he just say Kung flu? Man, that's a good one. He heesh. Anyway, anything new with you guys? Anything you want to talk about? Any movie news or anything? Um. Nothing uh, else. The Mandalorian just ended. Season two of The Mandalorian just ended. Okay. We're not going to talk okay. about it because Victor hasn't seen it. Okay. And he's I like, already know what happens. Dude, okay. Why, also, my, Nick. Why deny yourself? Nick. In, I, I didn't help it. I, I can help it. found this out. Victor has never seen all the way through of the original Star Wars movies. I know. That's... That's... I... I I'm just excited. I'm just excited to dude? watch it. Dude. Dude. Me and Chance were talking that we, we should probably do like an entire saga. Yes. Like I for a couple months, we just talk about all the films. I'm blessed by the Lord above. 
to purge those who are not blessed. You're not being you, you must be blessed. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, yeah. Fun. <laughs> uh, well, that's shocking to me. Actually, this is getting worrisome to me. There are less and less people I feel that I meet who have actually seen Star Wars. Yeah, my girlfriend hasn't seen any of them, so I should probably tag her along. Yeah, too she should come on the her. podcast. That'd be great. She wants to yeah. talk to Master of Disguise someday, so just get ready for that. <laughs> you already Fuck talked yeah. about it, I thought. She, she's a fiend for it, so we'll probably every talk year, about it. every year, well, it'll be it'll an be, anniversary. It'll be the re, the Redux. Yeah. Maybe. Any more news? Cyberpunk came out, and it was a it was a very yeah. very messy launch. But other than that. I've barely played it, but every time I watch Gabe play it, it's just like there's a bug after bug, a crash. It's so, it's a Come mess. On, man. Bethesda deals with that all the time, and look at the look at what. No, but this is like this is this is different. I, I trust me. Like I, I how I started off was I was like, ah oh, man, I'm used to Skyrim. I know I'm buggy. But dude, Way like different. the AI is, ooh, is weird. The yeah. world's funky. It's got some. It's a gorgeous game, but it's just it's just kind of. <sighs> It's just messy. Mm. It's not. It's not quite done yet, and they probably should have waited. But fans are so fucking annoying about stuff. And investors. Yeah, and investors. So, like, I think I think by this time next year, it's going to be an entirely different game, and it's probably going to be like a ten out of ten game, just like how No Man's Sky ended up being. Yeah, so. I can hope. Oh, actually, since since we're still on Star Wars, there was the whole lineup of. New shows and films that got oh, announced. Oh, that is true. I yeah, Investors Day. <laughs> no, well, no. it was Disney. It was Disney Day, is what it was. Because also a <laughs> fuckload of Marvel movies got announced as well. That's right. Was isn't it the D twenty three Expo? I think so. Yeah, it's, it was like an online thing. The money, money, money Expo. Yeah, just dollar signs. Well, in any Sorry. case, some of these <laughs> do look pretty exciting. Uh, particularly Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Can't wait for that one, actually. Now that I think about it more and more. Patty Jenkins directing and the Rogue Squadron story is pretty cool from what I hear. It's pretty I only played the video games, but still. It's not even going to be based on the video games. It's going to be something totally separate. Should be cool. I'm more excited for Visions, uh, in my opinion. Um, essentially what Visions is, it's just different Star Wars stories being told from Japanese uh, filmmakers. Oh. So, or Japanese uh, animators. So, you bet your ass we're getting a fucking Star Wars Ghibli film. Um, and That'd be cool because they've already because he's already done a Disney collab with Ponyo. Oh, and he's actually done a lot of them because I'm pretty sure that Castle in the Sky was also a Disney movie, or, really? or Howl's Moving Castle. I mean, didn't I didn't, know that. Miyaz- didn't Miyazaki retire though? He retires like Hideo Kojima retires. Oh. Yeah. Did you find a new word then? Yeah, no, he's Yeah, he's not retired. No. <laughs> but well, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. I love anime. I love Star Wars. A Star Wars anime sounds right up my alley and uh I'm cool. I'm cool to watch that. I'm not a real big fan of I think we're going to get into a point where same thing with Marvel is that we're just going to get in just like it's just going to be bloated with uh with stuff. See, I don't want that. Because this is Star Wars we're talking about. Exactly. Here. I'm already tired of Star Wars, to be honest. Like, uh, at least movies. I don't think I don't think they should make another Star Wars movie in general. 
Like probably not for a while. I think they should stick to shows because honestly, the format is fantastic. Mandalorian mm. is so good. I like that they're sticking to their guns. Rise of Skywalker is the end of it all. They're not. There, there isn't any plans to keep it going. I, I do commend them for that. When they said it was going to be the the nail in the coffin, it's the nail in good. the coffin. Good. So far, so good. Year later. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. That's all I got well, as far as news. Well, um, do you guys want to talk about the tower? You want to get yes. into that first? We yeah. have two movies for you tonight. We're talking about 2012s or 2013s. It's one of those movies. The Tower from South Korea. Nick's pick. It's my pick. And we're also talking Victor's pick. 1974's Black Christmas. Hmm. It is. Yes, sir. So, so we'll talk The Tower first. Yeah. Okay. The Tower. It's Christmas Eve at the luxury apartment complex Tower Sky. Staff and tenants alike are getting into the spirit of the holiday and preparing for a night of celebration. But when a helicopter loses control and careens into the towers, fires start raging out of control throughout. Survivors are sent into a frenzy, and it's up to the brave firefighter crews to tame this inferno and save whoever's left. That is totally inaccurate. (laughs) You would say that. That doesn't sound like Die Hard. (laughs) No, it doesn't at all. So, actually, uh, disaster movies. I think, in my opinion, one of the more frowned upon movie subgenres in the public eye, I think. Probably. Which kind of makes me sad. They don't strive for much, but they are entertaining when they're done well. Would you say it's one of your favorite, what do you call it, a subgenre, or is it its own genre? I say it's a subgenre. It's an off brand of action blockbuster. Yeah. It, it has a cool history to it because they started in the 70s. You had the Irwin Allen pictures, which got the really star-studded casts and the top-line effects-driven pictures in these perilous situations. And then they fizzled out when they started getting more ridiculous and kind of derivative. Actually, a lot derivative. But then they had a resurgence in the 90s. Special effects technology had... Uh, come a long way, and you could show off a lot of different things. Yet Twister, Dante's Dante's Peak. I was about to say Dante's Inferno, <laughs> <laughs> Armage- Armageddon, Deep Impact, Independence Day. Even I wouldn't even call Independence Day a disaster movie, but it does fit the criteria in a lot of ways. Day after tomorrow. Day after tomorrow. That's it, more. That's more visual the- effects line though. Still, disaster movies. They come and go. They they have influxes throughout the decades. Even lately, we in the last few years we had a few like san andreas pompeii into the storm Deepwater so horizon so which is a fucking fantastic horizon. movie i love it yeah, yeah. and th- and that also brings up another thing about man-made disasters versus natural disasters and it just kind of i'm gonna go on i go off on a tangent <laughs> if i go on any further but yeah disaster movies they've been there for a while in cinema and people largely kind of write them off because they're nothing more than effects showcases featuring the biggest stars of the times they were made. That's that's that makes sense. I mean, I guess I could I guess I can see where they're coming from, but um sure. But yeah, yeah there there have been great disaster movies the last few, in those instances. That uh, movie, uh, Day After Tomorrow, that holds a special place in my heart. I don't even know if it's any good anymore, but 
I remember that I, and like Twister were a couple favorites of mine. Yeah. Uh, 2012, I think, was the last major one to catch attention. Because that was, that was a big deal, I remember. Cause yeah. It, oh, because with the it, whole like end the world situation happening around that time. Yeah. and just Capitalized roll, on that. Roland Emmerich, he's done so many big blockbusters. He did an alien movie, did a monster movie. All of them have the disaster movie markings. Now he's destroying the whole world. He's going to yeah. take down the whole globe. I, that was the last time and, I saw John Cusack in anything. Is he dead? Did he die? No. <laughs> okay. He kind of, He's kind of on a Nicolas Cage career path. Just uh. a little bit. Sometimes he gets a good role, but largely he's in directed video stuff, and some of it's not I liked. I liked good. The Raven. The Raven was cool. I need to see that still. He played, oh. he played Edgar Allan Poe, which was, it was like a, it was pretty much the Sherlock Holmes movies, like with, uh, yeah. but with Edgar Allan Poe being the main character is instead. That sounds kind of cool. It's, it's, it's kind of yeah. cool, but it's like Edgar Allan Poe was a fucking, like an incestual pedophile and like, sad boy. <laughs> he was a big sad boy. So like they made, they totally changed it. It's like, I, I mean, Hollywood does that a lot. They totally change characters to, sure. to make them more appealing. So, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then you get a movie like Cell, which is just horrendous and Ooh. hilariously bad. Cell? I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it's Stephen it's, King, right? It was written by Stephen King, based off his book. And it was so bad that him and I think Cusack, they they did not want to endorse it at all. It came out <laughs> that bad. Damn. And I watched That's it sad. one night. It, I can see why. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, but I'm I'm getting off track here. The tower, where it's not Hollywood, it's South Korea, which, as far as I'm concerned, 99% of the time their movies are freaking awesome. They're almost near perfect, I would dare say. Maybe it's just me being a dumb American, but I think it's just. I watch Sorry. Anytime I watch a South Korean film, uh, I'm just impressed. I'm amazed. They they do it a lot of the time better than us. Yeah. In some cases. I've only seen a couple uh, Korean films. Yeah. Um. Uh. I. The only ones I can think of at the top of my head. I'm sure I've seen more, but I. I mean, Parasite and this are the only ones that I've. That I can at least think of, and Parasite was. Oh. Oh. So good, and Bong Joon Ho is 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 such a wholesome man. Yeah. Yes, he made his Oscars kiss. Yes, he did. What a what a Legend. what a night! That's that's what we'd all do. I mean, let's be honest. If we got two Oscars, we'd yeah. be like, oh, oh look yeah, at you guys. Yeah. <laughs> now kiss. Ooh, now kiss. They're in love. Uh, so why did you so pick this film, Nick? Why did you pick this film? I picked it because I remember watching the trailer when it came out. Because again, I I. I grew up with disaster movies and actually one my favorite disaster movie and just straight up one of my favorite films of all time is The Towering Inferno that's the pinnacle of classic disaster pictures for me uh, and this movie bared a very strong resemblance to that concept a glass tower catching on fire and people struggling to survive and firemen trying to contain the situation so I figured, oh, South Korea, they're doing their own take on the Towering Inferno. And it kind of left my mind because I had no access to it at the time. But now 
I found it one day streaming, and I and I said, "This is the time. This is the time. It must be done. I must see this now." Mm-hmm. And oh man, I was really loving it. I, I had a feeling. I love this movie a lot. <laughs> Even if you don't like disaster movies, I think this is a very, very solid, very competently directed action picture. Yeah, I gotta say. But sorry, when you uh, when you said that the tower was gonna be the film that you chose, I was like, a oh, fucking course. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, you know, I'm not gonna be entertained, like maybe a little bit. But honestly, Nick, not a bad choice. Yeah. I, I was actually pretty impressed with it. Like the beginning, like the first like 40 minutes, I was like, okay, this is pretty standard. It's following this, you know, the tropes. Like you're getting to learn the characters. They're pretty, pretty much archetypes of the genre, and then foreshadowing with different events happening like oh there's no ventilation in the kitchen there's no water coming out of the sprinkler system and so but it it builds up nicely to when shit does go down Mm -hmm. it's actually kind of impressive yeah what i really like above all that is it really goes for the throat in being the holiday movie hallmark atmosphere in the beginning (laughs) yeah i I noticed that i'm like what the fuck this is not it's like like really goofy yeah yeah, i was like this does not seem like a nick pick like yeah <laughs> and then it goes like melodramatic the last like hour and a half of the film you're like oh, oh god, god. <laughs> uh that is kind of genius honestly and that really tipped me off to it that kind of why i like korean cinema when they want they well part of what they do to make it different from us is they don't i guess they're thinking about kind of the moment rather than the larger picture because you go to make an action picture here and everything's got to reflect a harsh tone everything's got to reinforce the fact this is an action movie yeah. you got the staples to reinforce that here though if the moment says this is the easy going uh, happy bits and everything's fine it's going to reinforce that instead of having an atmosphere that reminds you you're watching an action movie and I think that works to this movie's advantage in how it shocks you when the event goes down and then it pulls you into why you came here. So, yeah, I think it's just, it's yeah. just good buildup, honestly. Chase, yes. what did you think of this movie? Uh, I, I kind of felt the same way that Victor did. In the start, I'm like, I'm like, this is goofy. Like, I was enjoying it, though, because, like I said, I have an anime background, so I'll like the goofy, like, like tropes. What is anime? Yeah, yeah, I don't... You know those... those we, uh, you, you heard of hentai, right? Oh. It's like that, but without porn. Oh, yeah, okay. It's the boring parts okay. of the. It's the boring parts of the porn. <laughs> oh man! Sounds like a waste of time. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I, I, uh, I, I. It started off uh, also super like strange. I was like, this is weird. Like, what is going on? But um, there's like really goofy, like over the top characters, like oh my like gosh. the uh, like the cooks. That's like <laughs> it's like trying oh to propose man, to his girlfriend, yeah. and the dude just fucking eats the ice cream with the ring in it. Like just yeah. weird, weird stuff. And um, but I I liked the characters a lot. I had um, it was early in the morning when I watched this, so I didn't like retain everything until like probably midway into the movie. Because they're just they're just kind of spewing characters at you at the first part, which is again oh, yeah. it's a, it's a disaster film trope. So it's like I get that they're getting through it. Like you know I'm cool with that. Sure. Um, but when it when it ramps up, it, it really ramps up, and I'm I was I was genuinely pleased. And there were scenes where I'm like, 
there's some like gruesome shit that happens and like and and yeah. I was I was like damn they're really not pulling any punches here they're they're really doing this so um, that's something yeah I, that's something I really appreciated because probably because I watched a lot of Hollywood produced disaster movies mm-hmm. or it's just the it's just the Hollywoodness of it but yeah um, this movie does not hold back as far as the effects of the disaster people get hurt oh, yeah. in very gruesome ways definitely the destruction has people people very damning effects people die people die and we see it people die and that's the thing that yes. i think that like hollywood hollywood disaster films are tr- they or at least like the big ones they like are like oh well we'll we'll show the buildings crumbling but we definitely don't want to like really show people actually dying and it's like we see yeah. a few times of people legitimately like we see these characters die you know yeah. i gotta say the moment that really like surprised me was when uh the it was when they were first being told that to not go into elevators mm-hmm. and that first group of people go down into the elevator and they're stuck and their fire surrounding yeah. the elevator and their soles yeah. of their shoes are melting their faces burning into the side yeah. of it i was like that's, oh my god that's my worst nightmare cooked alive yeah oh my god i'm claustrophobic as fuck so it's like I, my ass wouldn't even gone in the elevator. I'm like, fuck that. I'm jumping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, and uh, not, like most disaster movies, the best part is when the event finally happens because we've had all the build up. The characters are set in stone. Now it's time to throw them into the shit, and the spectacle is really cool in this movie. I love, I love it, and probably because this is the American perspective talking, but just the image of skyscrapers on fire and the perspective the movie shows it in it kind of brings it on home kind of hits home for me a little bit yeah i got i got very i got very 9-11 vibes as well um yeah oh yeah it hits different over here um it's uh i i was i there was a thought that popped in my head like when i saw there's like a shot of like someone from way way outside the city when the building's tumbling and like there's the smoke and i'm like i'm like wow this is this is this feels very, very 9-11. Like, I mean, uh-huh. I don't know about uh, about you guys, but I was... Uh, I don't know if you guys really remember 9-11 at all, but, like, I was I was too young to really process it, but... Yeah. Um, I remember. You know, it was... It was I, I, seeing stuff about it, like, I remember, like, on the 10-year, uh, like, 2011, something like that, I watched, like, mm-hmm. a, I, I watched it all night, and it, like... I remember that. Yeah, I watched. I, I watched that like documentary that they're like the four-hour documentary about nine eleven. It was too much. So much. My parents were actually flying. Uh, oh. During the, they were going to Daytona, and so mm-hmm. they were on the east side, and they had to have like an emergency, like landing, and everyone's like, "Oh, I wonder what's going on." And when they get to the airport, they're like, uh, "Someone stole a plane and crashed it into the World Trade Center," and so. That's, it's crazy, stuff. crazy, dude. But I think, yeah. yeah. Did I cut you off? No, you're all good. All right. Uh, well, I, just while we're sharing here, I remember. I think I was really little, of course, when it happened. Mm-hmm. I think I went to the dentist that day or something, and I was taking a nap after my appointment. I woke up. My mom is crying her eyes out on the couch, and I look on the TV, and CNN is on on there, and there you see, there I see the tower up in smoke it's it was crazy i didn't know what was going on but i thought we were just watching another movie we always had movies playing in the house but this this was for real uh 
an actual landmark in a place 3,000 miles away from my home was on fire and yeah. there were people in danger. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't comprehend that at the time. But it is, uh, it stayed with me, of course, like most anyone, like people like me and Victor who were young when it happened. Yeah. It, it sticks with you. Mm-hmm. And you just think about it later on. Yeah. I mean, I, do am I? Do you want me to tell my? Yeah, tell me. Tell us your nine eleven story. <laughs> oh, I mean, all I remember is um, I was living in Everett, and I just I don't remember seeing any of the footage on TV, but I remember going outside um, where all my neighbors were gathered around, and we had like a candlelight vigil. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's nice. Like the entire neighborhood. That's the only thing I really remember. Yeah. But still, like it's just insane that like even for it to be like so many years later and to still have this collective like memory of it, even being 3000 miles away, it's still just like, I remember the exact thing that happened. Yeah. So young. It's, it's wild. What like, I guess a trauma can, I mean, even it's not really like, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's residual. Yeah. Long, long, something that's like, I mean, that's a day filled with so many emotions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even being so young where you don't remember exactly what you were feeling. It's still strange how you like retain that moment. Yeah. I have, I have no memory of it. I was only like, I was, I was not even three yet. So, Uh, Uh, no, I was, I I wasn't, I wasn't four yet. I was, I had, I turned four in October. So I was, I was still super young. I didn't see any airplanes in the sky after that. Not for many days. Yeah. Now TSA fucking sucks. Thanks. Bin Laden. (laughs) God. Thanks, Bush. Thanks, Ben. Uh, <laughs> more, and also thank you to director Kim Ji Hoon for the 9/11 flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Kim. Thanks, That's, Kim. Appreciate it. Th- thanks a lot. <laughs> we just went on a so ten-minute fucking. I did like that aspect. That that was a kind of an inadvertent aspect to it, but it was really good. Very, very effective. Just the image of the tower on fire. It's a menacing image yeah. in its own right. Because there's a s- couple shots, they, they're they at street level, and you're just looking mm-hmm. up at the tower, and it looks scary as hell. Which I, and the CG so is pretty decent, yeah, I was, too. I was going to say, like... Great effects yeah. work in this movie. There's there's certain ways to do cameras for things that are large and are supposed to be large, especially when it has to do with visual effects, where this is obviously, like a real tower to the most for like a little bit of it but you know most of it is cg so mm-hmm. but like something that that does really well like uh in the first godzilla re- or not the the newest godzilla remake like the original legendary's godzilla yeah yeah um the, their camera work was fantastic i and Absolutely. i think that's some of my favorite i think work. that's what's missing on like these large scale uh, films is like like even something like a movie that I really like like Pacific Rim. Uh, I love Pacific Rim, but even Pacific Rim doesn't quite get that that camera down right. Not all the way. Uh, I'm not saying I know it's. Uh, I'm, I love Pacific Rim. I'm saying it just doesn't do it exactly right, which I feel like Godzilla well, does it exactly right. Well, <laughs> uh, well, I'm gonna take you out back for a good talking to on that one, good fella. <laughs> It's just I think I think it has to do with the fact that there's movement and the movement is we're seeing stuff down below and it looks like it's slow like if you look at the sky you know you see a fucking plane flying yeah. and you're like wow that plane's moving really slow look I'm going to beat it to the end of the hallway but it's so big and so far away that it 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 
it looks slower, and I think, but it's so hard to to show impact and momentum when it's when something's so, you know, you have to you have to yes. cut some corners, but. Because that's right. the thing about that 2014 film is because it's capturing everything from like a, a human realistic point yeah. of view, like a human point of view. Yeah, and that's something like, like you said. That's what so many films miss because it's like okay, now we have this like shot that's just up in the sky and you get a medium shot of the monsters yeah. that like doesn't. We can't feel that because that's unrealistic. That's yeah. Speci- we can't connect. And, like specifically, the sequel really missed missed it. I mean, I still like the sequel. I still thought it was enjoyable. Well- they tried it a few times, yeah. but not for what 2014 did. Yeah, well, I yeah I I think they still nailed the scaling in King of the Monsters, but yeah, the, the first movie did it did it better. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I think I well, it, I think there's I think it, but that I think it comes down to just difference of styles. Really. Yes, the first absolutely. Godzilla was more was a suspense thriller. Absolutely, and this is an action a, a big action. King of the Monsters was a, like was a ball. almost disaster film. Actually, like it's like it has like disaster film like stuff kind to of. it but anyway in I'm, I'm talking about like camera angles and stuff the perspective that they yeah. use to show the tower and like show the destruction of the tower is great and it's like better than i've seen done in in movies that come out eight years later you know it, like it looks <laughs> much, it looks yeah. fantastic and um yeah dwayne johnson did his own skyscraper disaster movie yeah. six or five years after this one and it wasn't <laughs> aside from a couple points, but it largely didn't really register. Granted, it was more of an action movie that happened to have disaster stuff. Yeah, but still, it didn't quite get that feeling a lot of the time. Yeah, I was. I'm wondering, and I could have just not paid attention, but how the how the first initial how why how do the fucking the the helicopters crash? Like there's an updraft near the top of the tower. Oh. Well, why did they get so close to the? Or were they trying to land on top? No, yeah, they're I just. Think they were, either they? they were show copters, or they were dropping off more fire extinguishers because the sprinklers weren't working. Yeah. So I think it was purely then, for the snow. The snow yeah, machines they that they had. Doing, yeah, the snow. Machines. Oh. Then, <laughs> I fr- I thought that it literally was just snowing. Oh my <laughs> god! I thought it was. A, I thought that was a. Okay, so I absolutely missed that because when he's like, "Yeah, I promised my little girl I could do it," I thought he was just like, "Yeah, I, you know, oh. yeah, I, I, being a dad, you know what I mean." Mm. I didn't realize that they were making snow. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Why didn't they go up higher then? <laughs> like, That's the updraft is like, stronger up high. <laughs> I guess so, but like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, I still, I don't. I'm not like, I'm not like this is unbelievable. Unre- un- yeah, it's fake. You know, yeah. I still, I still. I just didn't no. know how it started. I don't. I don't remember. So, it it felt plausible in terms of a hyper reality, and those are kind of those are kind of the best uh, disaster films where it 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 looks it seems like they could happen. Yeah. Oftentimes, you get really outlandish disaster movies that bend science around to the script's will. Roland Emmerich, I'm looking at you. But then you have other movies where it Emmerich. could seem. Like it would happen for it, like like the Towering Inferno or even San Andreas. The science in that movie apparently was decently on the money as if as far as a what if scenario mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't know, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, it 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 worked. It worked for this movie. They set it up really good. Yeah, I uh, I I think that I haven't seen a lot of disaster movies. Like not not a lot. Um, they're not really my not really my thing, but um. 
I do think that I uh, I prefer man-made disaster movies more um, than like natural. Not in an aspect of like like this is you know oh the you know a, a giant earthquake is unbelievable blah blah because anything happened. I just like the fact that the reason that this shit happened is because of neglect and yeah and and I like and I like that that lesson and the story behind it. It's like do things properly don't half-ass shit and we won't have disasters like this and hundreds of people won't die and so exactly. like and also like the 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 guy was like the the main the main guy what was his name Deho yeah he was like he was like hey just to let you know sprinklers don't fucking work and the guy's like meh whatever we'll just get fire extinguishers we're needing to do this party yeah they're like the priority is the party yeah it's like yeah, shut it's the like, fuck up dude your priority very, should be uh, your, the residents that live above you know yeah yeah that's very uh, jaws of him good on him oh yeah. definitely yeah now here's the thing here's another thing my other favorite part of this movie were the firemen the absolutely firemen were dope ass in yeah this movie. i'm gonna say this right here firefighters are super underrepresented in movies you get hundreds of cop movies thousands of army movies but not enough firefighter movies yeah. they need more Films dedicated to them, and that's what I like too. So then, like almost seeing like a lot of the movie is focusing on the firefighters. Mm -hmm. Yes, and that was I super appreciated that because you got to see like the way they do things, the way they have to get in and strategically like open up doors or whatever. It showed the process down like like more detail than I expected. Yeah, super cool. And when they're firefighting, it's all go balls out, no quit. (laughs) It's balls to the wall. Awesome. Yeah. Especially, uh, uh, I think that that everything seems more intense in an Asian language. Is yes. that is that yes. is that fucked up for me to say? No, like, no, no, no. I no. think I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, like I was, uh, like for instance, the 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 Star Wars prequels. Um, if you watch them in Japanese, or like in Japanese dialogue, it feels like a fucking anime, and it's oh, amazing. <laughs> Because shit that's written sounds like, oh, yeah, that looks... You read it, and you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And especially if you don't, you know... Because in a different language, you can't tell by just someone talking if they're, like, a decent actor. At least I can't. So, you know, mm. like, uh, I can tell when stuff's over the top or, you know... But uh, it, the firefighters were so fucking cool. I and love they're them. so intense, and they're, like, you know... I, I love the... Uh, I. Yeah, I, 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 the firefighters were absolutely the my favorite part of uh, yeah. of this. Yeah, they're they have that camaraderie down really nice. It's like any it's like any war movie. You you were with the squad and you just see them banter off each other mm-hmm. and trash talk each other. It's all great. My favorite action scene is when they go to the server room to put out yes. the chopper fire. That yeah. shit. That was off the wall. And the, the captain's running around with the with the axe, oh my God, busting all the windows. the windows. The the hose start gets away from one of them, and it starts flying all over the place. And one of them jumps. Yeah, the dude jumps. Yeah, he just straight fucking <laughs> dies <away>. off. <laughs> not even like not even like lands on feet and rolls. No. he just fucking like, belly flops. Lady <laughs> Gaga, Lady thing. Gaga Super Bowl dives off the fucking top of the thing. <laughs> And, oh, oh it's it's so wicked. I love it. This this is this is why it makes it extra gratifying because there's not a lot of decent firefighting movies out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here comes this movie, 
makes firefighters the front and center heroes, oh, yeah. and they capture it so well as far as an act being an action movie for action movie logic. It's it's so great, man. There's there's very few fireman films I can say are worth checking out. But Backdraft is cool if if cheesy a lot of the times. Only the Brave is fucking awesome. I was gonna say but I heard that, that one's pretty good. That was somewhat recent, right? Yeah. Josh Brolin. Two years right? ago. Josh Brolin. I think yeah, 27, 2018? Yeah, twenty eighteen. Something like that. Yeah, twenty seventeen. But that's more, those are wildfires, but as far as structural fires, this movie is, has it down really well, in a very satisfying way. Also because I'm kind of fanboying here. My brother's a fireman, and my grandfather was Seattle Fire for 30 years. He always tells nice. stories about what, about when he was on duty, all the different fires he went to. He, he saw some stuff, man. He was in it. He was in stuff. He was in the shit, man. He was the in The shit. That. He's in the shit. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of great set pieces in this movie. They they have the uh, you have the sky bridge at one point. Yeah, yeah, they do was the intense. The, they do the Lost World Jurassic Park bit. They can't put too much pressure on the glass mm -hmm. and whatnot. And of course, there's that one asshole that fucking ruins God. everyone. There's always one. He just pushes down the yeah, pregnant he's woman. Like, Fuck you, you lady. Bastard. Fuck you, God. lady. I'm getting across. It's Fuck this kid. Yeah, I I really liked the. Uh, the um the captain's sacrifice that was that was really Dude. that was super emotional it yes. was, killed me it was really that good. phone call he had to make the phone call he made and honestly the reaction of his wife afterwards oh dude that dude yeah. that whole scene like i this i was not expecting to like like get choked up during during yeah, this right? movie and like right? yeah same i was like constantly i was like i was like fuck dude yeah, make a play a just, make a play a cry right now. You yeah. know? <laughs> not just the wife, but the sergeant breaks down in front of her too. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. There in the safe zone, the dust is flying all over. Why they didn't have to go there, but they did, and I love them. <laughs> That's funny too, because most film, like disaster films in America that do it, it's just like okay, they're at the ambulance. You know, it's the end of the movie. Like everyone's like, oh, good to see you, but. For some reason, like there's like added like emotional weight to yeah. that yes. those moments that I don't I can't explain honestly. I liked the, uh, I think was it the sergeant the one that, who was, uh, there's a scene that's like <laughs> like, out of nowhere where he goes that one of the firemen go into like this room full of like, like people in like a pool. <laughs> Yeah. And they're yes. praying for an angel, and he comes in, yes. and they're like, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, and he's like. I am your angel. Hallelujah. That was really funny. They're like praying for a tsunami, and like the yes. fucking all the water comes out after they after they uh, they release all yeah. the 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 water. That was funny. Oh my god, yeah. That that was that was the that was one of the funniest parts. I just like that character, the sergeant. Yeah, me too. He, bonus thing, he has one of the coolest haircuts I've ever seen. It's long. It's it's got a tail in the back, but it's the the side. The temples were shaved. He just. You should grow it. You should do it. You should do it. You should do it. Like actually, I don't. I don't think I have the right to do such a thing. What do you mean? What do you mean the right to do such a thing? Are you saying like I can't be that cool? You can do that. Fuck it. Why not? I did it. I had my hair like that for a while. I had a little top knot. I looked like a sumo wrestler. 
<laughs> well, okay then. Mm, you should do it. <laughs> fuck it. It's really easy. Uh, you can do it at home. Yeah, I probably could. Mm. Don't fuck it up yeah, or you'll end up like Victor. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I'll take uh, my leave, oh. gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Laters. All the characters were very entertaining in this movie. You had, you had the security guard, you had the fire captain, the fire sergeant, the, the, pla the planning coordinator that the security guard had a thing for, security mm -hmm. guard's daughter. She was adorable. Very But cute. no, the, the, yeah. the, planning, the planning coordinator, though. Oh. Yeah. God, she is good looking. Whoa, mama. Whoa. Jeez. As the, as the kids say, 10 out of 10 would smash. Jeez. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I don't know. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> no, she don't was. Don't tell me you ain't thinking. She oh, was. Uh, she is very good looking. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. the, the two characters I think kind of overdo it for me is the young couple. They're very slapsticky and cartoony. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Kind of. I, they were fine in the beginning, but once it built up toward the disaster segment, it, it kind of felt a bit much. And that's saying something because we have a whole group of rowdy Christians at one point that that see this fireman as their angel. They're saving <laughs> angel. Yeah, they're still kind of cheesy, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't too out of the place, I guess. I felt like the couple was more cheesy, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad they yeah. fucking died. Did they die? No. I don't think they, they died. They didn't die. The old man and the old lady. Oh, no, the old man yeah. died. I know that. Which was Wait, who yeah. was the one? There wasn't someone stuck in the scaffolding? That or the, the old uh, gondola? The, who fell? The gondola was the old couple, I'm pretty sure. Did they yeah, die? Because the I remember old. someone falling and dying with it. Yeah, it was the old couple. And then there was just a random dude that was stuck under scaffolding that they gave him, like, like some anesthetic or something like that right 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 and he's yeah. like well we can't do anything for you but this will help you not hurt which is like yeah. fuck dude and he's like give this to my give this to my kids blah 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 yeah, i was like no don't yeah. <laughs> i wouldn't want the, that uh... it's covered in blood and shit i'd be like ugh, fuck dude i don't want to see that right now i don't i can't my dad just died <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to see his blood stained fucking newspaper you know it's gross as fuck <laughs> There's also the custodian lady who had a son that was in college. I felt she was a bit underdeveloped. I like yeah. where they were going with her. I like they they played up the uh, classism in the tower mm. for a moment, but it the kind dog of, poop. Yeah, the dog yeah. poop. That fucker, man. Fuck the uh, the rich lady. Yo, that oh the gosh. scene where they all have to like they're all being called to this one area to rescue a family, and it's literally just and the and yeah. the the captain pretty much tells the captain's. The, Reaction. Yeah, he's like, he's like, you fucking asshole. Like, yeah. I think that's word for word. He's like, they're rescued, you fucking asshole. Yeah, and, and he's like, Ooh, sorry. A couple <laughs> in that child you're talking about, a fucking dog. Yeah, son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted them Dude. to die so bad. I was like, God, I hope the plane, the fucking, the the helicopter crashes and only his daughter is saved. Yeah, they're like yeah. these servant work, these service workers these yeah. days are. Public service yeah. servant workers. Ugh. Yuck. yuck, 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 yuck. There's Yeesh. always one in every Yucky. disaster movie. You gotta oh, have exactly. That one character that That's what I'm saying. Like most of the characters fit a certain role yeah. that most of these yeah. films. Even place, Korea but like, isn't uh, immune to that 
whole lot. No country would. There's classism everywhere. But this movie has more defined characterizations than a lot of Hollywood disaster movies, which I which I commend. I love yeah. it. I mean, overall... Uh, sorry, hang on, yawning. God. Oh, God. Whew. Overall, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I really... I, I This is a good pick, Nick. And uh, I think this is my favorite one that you've yeah. picked so far. Wow, thank you. Nice. I'm glad this came out the way it did. Or I'm glad I... My... I was rewarded with a good experience. Uh, oh, jeez. There's other things... There's gotta be more into it. Uh, nope. No, I'm trying. Nothing. I'm trying to think. There was a, <laughs> there was a part. There was a moment. <laughs> a moment. Did Victor gets it. I see what you're was, saying. I see what you're going for. Wait, what? <laughs> well, oh, were they? Were they do? The there is a moment. <laughs> there is a moment. <laughs> no, Chase doesn't get it. I don't get it. No. <laughs> you watched it. Pretty recently. I watched it. I watched it this morning. I didn't say I loved it. You only, I haven't said anything yet. So oh, no, 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 no. It's not a relation to this film. Oh. I watched there is it a moment. Pretty recently. <laughs> what are we talking about? Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Interstellar. Oh, that was like, that was like four months ago, dude. <laughs> no, three. Three four. months ago. But if you watch it, you know that... I don't. I have. I haven't. I didn't retain that much. I guess I apologize. That um, was two and a half weeks. No, son. I watched it in September. Anyway, Nick. Okay, fine. Uh, yeah. I guess there isn't a whole lot left to talk about. Does that? It's still a disaster movie. Fairly straightforward. It's just really well done. Yeah. And very enjoyable. So I guess we... ratings on that. Yeah. Note. Nick, why don't you start us off, dude? I give it. I'm gonna give it a solid. Four. Four. Uh, this is one of the more this is one of the more entertaining disaster movies that I've watched lately. It knows what it is and it does what it does to make a very satisfying movie. It nails its tone down. Sorry, it nails its tone down. Its characters are solid in their basic characterization. It's got really intense action and it surprisingly. It feels surprisingly emotional at points. Probably coming extra from someone who, li- who lived in the time where a major disaster like this happened in his lifetime. So it reigns extra true, at least for this Western viewer. So it's I would recommend this even for people that are not into disaster movies or just flat out hate them, because this shows what this subgenre can do when all the cylinders are firing. So, and it's just fresh to see how another country handles this typically Western style of filmmaking or just type of movie. So I, I was very happy I watched it. Word. Word. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I'll go ahead and I'll give it, I'll give it three and a half swallowed wedding rings out of five. Um, I, uh... I'm not the biggest fan of disaster films, but I I woke up and I was like, you know what? I'll start it with this one because this is the free one, and I'll get it out of the way. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm kind of enjoying this. It was kind of a it was a good time. I like the I like the the effects. I like how dramatic it was. Um, I liked the I even liked the humor in it. Like I laughed at some stuff, and 
yeah, overall, I, I thought it was I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. I don't think it was perfect, and I I'm not obsessed with it, but I think it's a I think it's a pretty decent flick. Hmm. Yeah. I don't. Um, I think I'll go with three and a half as well. Like Chase, I I'm not a huge in disaster films either, um, but like we kind of mentioned, there's a bit more something to it. I think. I think overall it maybe takes a little bit too long to get to the good stuff. Mm. And the good stuff is 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 good and there's some good intensity like that scene where all the firefighters in the server room they've got the the helicopter that's they got to put out. Mm-hmm. Um great emotional beats too, but I think it is a little long for me and I don't know. I don't think I I couldn't see myself watching it again, mm. but I was happy I saw it. It's it's still got some really good moments and um I was surprised, and that's all I can ever ask for in films. Yeah. It's just to be surprised. So, cool, nice. good, cool, cool, awesome. I I might want to. I think I might pick this up in my future. I want to buy more Asian or just foreign action movies. Really, I got a yeah. buddy who collects them by the by the by the sleeve. <laughs> I'm always borrowing them from him, so I got to start my own collection. Yeah. Or just foreign films in general. Not it's not just action movies that they do good in. Korea does wonders with. A lot of them. Yeah. Unless it's Soul Station. Soul Station? Mm. Not good? Nope. No. Hard Avoid. Refer to our episode. Hard Avoid. That. Well, Hard Avoid the movie of Don't Hard Avoid our episode. Oh. Yes. Cool. I like that. Good. I like how you, you brought, it back that. To, brought it back to, uh, <laughs> to us. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. Okay. So with that, we move on to Black Christmas. Black Christmas 74. That's the line, right? Yep. Pretty much. All right. The plot. It's Christmas at the college campus. An all-girls sorority house starts receiving violent, obscene phone calls from a crazed man. Once the bodies start falling, the mystery grows more troublesome as police investigate further and the girls try to hold out so as to not die. Cool. Cool. That's pretty much, yeah, that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Now we got a slasher movie, and yeah. those those themselves have a history. Uh, oh yes, this is this, considered one of the yeah. foundations of the genre. Yeah, even before Halloween exploded it into the mainstream. Yeah, you can see a lot of like moments, especially the POV stuff, mm-hmm. where POV stuff. I'm sure Carpenter was like, "I love that." Snagged, mine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he took it as his own. I think I saw an interview one time with the director, Bob Clark, who, by the way, is the same director as A Christmas Story. Dude. <laughs> Whoa, what? Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, that's what I strive to be is slasher film and family comedy. One of the, one of the like, arguably one of the best Christmas movies ever made. It's pretty great. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. My man knows his Christmas. Yeah. So, uh, like I was saying, there was an interview I saw one time with Bob Clark somewhere on the internet. I think he was talking about the connection between his movie and Halloween, how they kind of came to be. Either some producer was in the room near him and he was talking about the script that would become Halloween, or Bob Clark met up with John Carpenter at one point and he said he was offered Halloween or something. I, I don't know, but... There's something in there that even Bob Clark, I think, knows about to, as far as the relation to the two. 
But this is, and this is an earlier example of such a thing, and it's really interesting to see in that regard. Yeah, I can't, I can't form words right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's interesting to see that. Um, uh, I. It's interesting to see how how a, a Christmas movie starts off kind of like the modern day slasher genre. You know, like, like, out of all the seasons, out of all the things, the events, that you'd expect, that Christmas was the first, like, pretty much the first one to do it, like, this it's way. like the first seasonal. Yeah. Slasher, you know? yeah. And, yeah. and Halloween just makes so much sense, but this makes sense, too. Like, it makes, it, it, it works so well. Like It's a great juxtaposition between the holidays and oh, the... Dude. You know My the good, God. good tidings the, and whatnot, yeah. and then the fucking scene with the carolers. Oh, oh so good! So <laughs> yeah, good. juxtaposition is the key word here. This movie really plays with that in a creepily too well kind of way. That is not a proper sentence, but that's I'm, the feeling. I'll, I feel I'll go with it. I'll, I'll give it to you. Also, yeah, I gotta say. Oh, sorry. No, I was gonna, I was just gonna add on voyeurism. This movie does yeah. voyeurism way too well. I was yeah. creeped the hell out watching <laughs> this again. I'd seen this before, but this time it felt it felt extra dirty, man. I wanted to just take a shower afterwards. I don't want to yeah. do this. Yeah. I don't, don't want to see that guy. Just, and it I'm, starts I'm, off like very early on, too, with that. I mean, very early on you see the killer kind of make his move. Yeah, it's super uncomfortable. <laughs> all you hear is heavy perverted breathing yeah. and just the POV shots it it's 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 way <laughs> too creepy man it's it gets under your skin you just know instantly something is gonna go wrong yeah this is, is one wrong. this is one film uh where the title credits I love so much they add so, like another film I can compare is the shining. Mm. With those like light blue credits yeah. that just roll up yeah. very slow. There's something about those that just hit me. Like mm. they shouldn't because they're so simple. But like, god dang. And that's kind of what I have feel here is those black the black text with the white outline. It's just so yeah. The choice of fun. I don't know. No, the it's perfect. It's so good. Title sequences are so underrated these days. Not absolutely. Not a lot of movies do them anymore, but they really should. They set the stage really well when they're done right. I, they, and of course, they, what's the song that goes with it? Was it is it Holy Night? I think it's over. I think so. Yeah, which Creep is also Central. a creepy song in general. Like it's yeah. it gives it, it weirds me out every year. I'm like I always get uneasy it? about <laughs> it. Yeah, I like it still, but because it yeah. because it gives me that reaction, I'm like, oh, it's fucking weird. I don't like this. Yeah. Oh man. Really? I gotta say, the first scene that really blows me out of the park is when they all gather around to listen to the phone call mm. and those close-up shots of all the girls listening yeah. to these very obscene disturbing it's, oh it's, it's so good it's so scary it's great and it's scary yeah yeah this movie is i was this movie is, has some genuine like scare to it for me like yes and i personally i michael myers doesn't scare me at all like halloween the original halloween doesn't scare me like i wasn't yeah. feeling like like i mean there's intense scenes but i'm not like 
oh, I don't want to look right now, but like I there's shit way. in this movie where I'm like, oh god, I wish I could just click. I wish I could <laughs> click out of it right now. And I, yeah. I've been watching all these movies um, uh, in my fucking VR headset. So <laughs> like, I'm sitting there like, I got the VR on. I'm like, oh god, I'm like, you can't look yeah, away. I know. <laughs> but it's uh, it's um. Yeah, no, this is, this is, it's pretty fucking scary, dude. And uh, even, too, like, the, the atmosphere is great, of course, but the kills, too, what I like is that um, they're not very gory at all. No, but they're striking. But they, they're off. Yeah. Visually striking, for sure, like the first kill with Claire and the, uh, and the she being bag. choked yeah. to death, yeah, with the plastic bag. That shot of her on the rocking chair with a candle in the background, like they knew what they were doing when they kept yeah. cutting back to her. Dude, the that cover, the the, the original cover art for this, yeah, is so goddamn good. It is <laughs> so good. So dude. good. Oh Holy my crap. god. It's, yeah, what's the tagline? It's it's perfect. If this uh, picture doesn't oh, yeah. make your skin crawl, it's on too tight. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, the kills are blood and goreless, but striking. It's very effective. Terror, it's straight terror. This movie brews, mm. and you don't say that a lot, probably because a lot of people are desensitized to horror movies, or they're just not yeah. scary to begin with. But this one is genuinely terrifying. It's and yeah. especially for such an early slasher. Film. Yeah, that's like, yeah. that's what I was thinking too. I was like, oh, here we go. It's another, like, you know, 80s or early 70s horror film that's, like, it's scary at the time, but now it's like, meh, meh, meh. like, you know. Yeah. But no, I was like, I was like, this is just actually fucking scary. There's, like, actual, like, legitimately, like, good jump scares. Like, mm -hmm, yeah. early, early horror films didn't have that down yet. They didn't have mm -hmm. the timing and the sound and, and all, like, the, well... punch, the punchiness. I will say mostly, but there are some good examples. Yeah, I don't watch horror films, so like, I, but I'm saying the ones that I, the early ones that I have watched, I'm like, well, I know there's gonna be a jump scare right now, and it's like, yeah, yeah saw that coming. Mm -hmm. But like the yeah. first time it's revealed that she has the plastic bag on her head, that one, that, oh, that yeah. genuinely got me. I was like, oh shit! <laughs> God, <laughs> I didn't feel good watching this. It was, it, just thinking about it right now, it's putting me in a weird stage. Just, I feel like I watched something I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because... It's cause really gnarly. You know I... what it is? It's also... Uh, okay, just to collect myself here. Um, uh -huh. The atmosphere is really good, but also the mystery of the plot, I think, oh, is yeah. very makes it extra effective. Because the one girl goes missing, and then everything springs to life because of it, oddly enough. Uh, the the, the search parties, the police get involved, the calls start getting more obscene mm -hmm. and horrid, the characters and start yeah. reacting. Vo again, voyeurism. You are just watching this, but you are helpless to really do anything yourself to help these characters out of harm's way. You know what I mean? It's the Hitchcock form of suspense. It, mm -hmm. it really works here. Yeah. I guess, yeah. I gotta say, too, or is the misdirection with having the boyfriend of uh what's the main the one, uh, I know it's name. I know it's not Agnes. <laughs> I know that it's not yeah, Agnes. Jess. 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 Yes. Olivia Huss. Hussey. Olivia yes. Huss. Woo! Woo! 
She was like, ever since like freshman year watching Romeo and Juliet, dude. Oh! Oh, oh you <laughs> oh, saw my, that version? Oh, yeah, I saw that version. Oh, yeah. She, is, uh, my, she was fucking hot back in the day. Wow! She's pretty, she's pretty amazing. <laughs> no, my mom watched that version a lot when she was a when she was little, and she would always say, like, oh, my goodness, I had the biggest crush on Romeo. He, he, everyone had the biggest crush on Romeo. He was so He looks like adorable. fucking Zac Efron. Both of them are just fucking gorgeous. Like, what the hell? In, in, like, <laughs> in like the 1960s. It's, or not 60s. Uh, no, yeah, 60s, I think. Dude, there were some beautiful people back then, let's be real. Yeah, yeah dude looks like Zac Efron. But, but anyway, I will... Yeah. Go on, go on, go on. Oh, I, I just love because, like, it sets up where you find out that Jess is pregnant with the child of, of mm -hmm. Peter, played by, what's his name, Kier? Kier Delula. Kier Delula. Dulie? Dulie, something. Dulie. Dave, we'll call him Dave. Yeah, Dave. Dave. Yes. <laughs> As everyone else knows him at by. Um, but I, because, like, you start to suspect, like, maybe Peter is is the one doing these obscene phone calls. Mm -hmm. He has this weird, like, Double like double personality thing going yeah. on. Yeah, he's and he's also making. He also ends up making some sketchy phone calls as well. True, yeah. and like you can yeah. see these like outbursts he has. Like I love that piano recital scene mm -hmm. so much. Yeah, where those three figures are watching him and he's like playing. You can tell in his face he's just like he's, he's thinking about the up yeah he's well. messing up. He's pissed. He's thinking about the abortion that mm -hmm. his girlfriend wants and he's like, no, I can't. I can't do that. Yeah. See, I think the character there isn't much to uh, link him to the other voice. I didn't think he, mm -hmm. I don't think he's capable of such outbursts. I mean, he outbursts, but it's not that as intense as the other. Yeah. I uh, one thing that I thought was interesting was uh, they, um, which got me at for a second. I like so there's a scene in the that's like one of the like a really famous shot is from it is the the killer's eye. And he's got oh this really interesting color pattern on his eyes. And then, so immediately I'm like, okay. And then I saw the boyfriend and I was like, it's not fucking him. Boyfriend has yeah. bright, bright blue eyes. I remember from 2001, his, his bright, <laughs> expressive, freaking out eyes. But mm -hmm. when he was like, when he was like, Jess, how'd you get in there? Like, why are you? And he was like, that was so, and he kicks the fucking window in. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was like. Is it him? <laughs> like, like, well, because is in it? that moment too, I'm pretty sure when she's trying to leave, someone grab. She's grabbed by a guy with a green sweater, the same sweater he's wearing. So I wonder if he's like trying to get mm. like her attention or something. But it looked. It still comes off as. Me. It might have been. Yeah, I don't know. Shadows. Still, it's it's really it's it, they did a really good job. I think it, they did a good job, like mister misguiding you. Um, yeah, it's it. uh, it's very who's very good who's who guessing yeah, game. Yeah. yeah, I, I when I was watching this, I actually found some connections to Midsummer, um, and the relationship oh. between uh between Danny and Christian, in Midsummer is 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 similar to, to uh, um, Jess and Peter. Peter, yeah. yeah. Um, there's that whole. When she's thinking about getting an abortion because, you know, I think, what, she's, like, 19? Something like yeah. that? And he's like, all you ever think about is yourself. Like, uh, all that shit. And, like, he's totally, like, 
just being a dick to her for no reason and and she's being obviously mm. super nice and going through a lot and he's just being an asshole and she's like no 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 you're right you're right i'm sorry i'm sorry you know stuff like that and i got some That's an interesting connection yeah i got some midsummer vibes but you know who knows yeah. i i could kind of see that I'd have to watch Midsummer again to refresh my memory. Hey, Ryan and I both have the director's cut, so... But that might not be in my immediate future. <laughs> Nick, um, doesn't, Nick doesn't like Midsummer, is what he's saying. I, it's, it's okay. It's average to me. Um, That's okay. I really liked John Saxon as the police lieutenant. He, he yeah, is, yeah. I, I agree. He's like one of the strongest characters, for sure. Very, and he's just a great actor. He's one of those actors where, where whatever movie he's in, he makes it better. Mm. He's just, he, he's a vet, veteran character actor for a long time. He's in everything from Nightmare on Elm Street to Enter the Dragon. He's he's great. He's great at what he does. I think he passed away this year. Yeah, he did. I think oh. in, like back in, uh, um, back in like, yeah, back in July he passed away this year. Oh, damn. that's yeah. that's really sad. I gotta say that scene with him and the other. Uh, the police officer with the fellatio <laughs> thing. This that's this, too damn funny. She, so she gave funny. it to you. A what college student it gave it to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she gave it to me. What makes it funny is the third guy in the next background. To him. Yeah, <laughs> just cracking just, up. Just can't help it. My guy, that guy has no lines. He only laughs. That's yeah, like, like he doesn't say anything. He only he only laughs. The, like the whole. But his laughs are so contagious. Like you, you can totally feel it. It's genuine. Worth it. Uh, good job, laughing cop. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that was... That's another thing. Okay, so this movie does the horror really well, but it's also really funny at points. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love... Scene... Uh, there's the boyfriend of one of the girls. He's dressing up like Santa at the party. He's like... <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> he's like, ho, 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 fuck. <laughs> and he's got a kid sitting in his yeah. lap. Right? <laughs> and the girl's like, oh, Santa's gosh. naughty, isn't she? Isn't he? And she's like... <laughs> oh ho oh, oh, ho shit <laughs> very well done. very good oh, stuff man. there I I enjoyed this I really I really had a good time with this movie yeah I, I think the standout character time. by far is Margot Kidder as Barb the the drunken one yeah <laughs> it's really fun it is, I'm one of those guys it's really funny to watch Lois Lane crash like a sailor drink a lot <laughs> She did a good job. Uh, really plays to her strengths. She's kind of she's kind of the no fear, all balls to the wall sorority sister. She, yeah, she did a good job. Yeah, she's a no no fear, all balls sorority sister. Her yeah. death scene is just one of my favorite scenes in this movie, and just like in slasher films in general, that being intercut with the the oh, carolers. But but so it's that bad. shot specifically when she wakes up and and you see that eye, mm -hmm. yeah. like with the with the was it the unicorn? Yeah, it's I a think. glass unicorn. Yeah. Glass just, unicorn. Just a just a marvelous shot, mm -hmm. and the way <laughs> they show her like hands going up as she's being stabbed, it's just lit very beautifully. Yeah, yeah. What a great this, moment. This movie's photographed and edited really good. I like the the graininess of it. This movie hasn't been. I imagine the film stock they used wasn't of that good quality. So mm -hmm. all the uh, they could do all the upscaling 
they can over the years with every new release, and it'll still have that grainy look to it. I'm glad it's like that. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it needs that grain. That heavy grain makes it extra uncomfortable to look at. What? Yeah. Especially the way it makes lights look. I was just, I was yes. just about yeah. to say it. like the like the wreath on the yes, on the, front the red door, wreath. It's 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 so fucking, simple, but it's like so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, so cool. Yeah. Apparently, light plays better to celluloid than digital film. So that's oh, definitely that's worth it. it gives it such that, an interesting look because that's how that's how the celluloid is reacting. It's through light, yeah. and when light hits mm-hmm. it, and so especially with color and everything too. Oh yeah. Beautiful. It's it's a marvelous. It's a gorgeous, very, well very good, colorful movie. The yeah. color the color is is insane in this movie. Like it, it is so vibrant and you know it's uh, there's obviously dark moments, but even in the dark moments, there's like pockets of like bright color and you know mm-hmm. it, it yeah, kind the of movie f- yeah for how dark it is, it feels like Christmas. It feels it yeah. has the uplifting aesthetic that is Christmas. Yeah. Uh, yeah this movie I think got better this viewing I liked it before but now Mm -hmm. I'm really appreciating the atmosphere it gives off the feeling it gives me it's it is a very uh, it's a dark movie it is it's very dark don't watch this if you're in a bad mood or (laughs) are feeling downtrodden (laughs) if you're alone in your sorority house don't watch this (laughs) dude so that too so i at a certain point i had i like for half of the movie i was watching in vr and half i was just sitting at my computer and it was when the storm was picking up and it was getting through like a really intense moment (laughs) and all the fucking lights start flickering in my house and i'm like i'm about to die i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna be killed I'm about to have my own Black Christmas. But, Choice. So I had I had never seen... This is my first time seeing both of these movies, but I had never mm-hmm. seen this. Um, okay. When I was working in the movie theater, um, I would see trailers and stuff for the remake of Black Christmas. Um, yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. That seems interesting. Like, I like the, the scenario. And it's... The new one is so different. <laughs> like, a so yeah, different vibe. Um, yeah. It, it seems can, like it seems like it's more like let's hunt this killer down, which I'm all cool for. I like that type of movie, but sure. Um, I I yeah. myself heard that it wasn't good. In fact, mm-hmm. kind of dog shit because its feminist message gets in the way of just being a good movie. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with having a feminist message, of course, but you gotta you gotta still be a good movie. You gotta be competent and be interesting and memorable and worth seeing. So I don't. I mean, I'll still check it out, but. That's just the impression I've gotten from it thus far. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't, I haven't seen anything. It does seem like a very, like, we're sorority girls, but we're not stupid. We'll fuck them up. Which we I'm like, fight back. you know, which I'm like, I'm like, cool, hell yeah, do your thing, girl. Sure. You know, and so, but, but, uh, I think, there I is, think. Go ahead. Well, this I'm just gonna put on the record here. There is two remakes of Black Christmas. We had there's that one from last mm. year, and then there is the one from 2006. Yep. With, I think the chick from Smallville and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. No, the chick from Buffy, who played Faith in Buffy. Oh, I I think it was Faith. Yeah, Buffy's sister or something. It's that girl. Hmm. Point is, it exists, and that that's also something I might check out in the future, just to see how different or how the same it'll do. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But but yeah, like I was like I was saying is uh, I uh, uh, never seen this, but I think this is gonna be another like I'll watch this every year type 
Christmas movie. Hell like yeah! I, I I really I really thoroughly enjoyed it, and I think uh, I think my friends will get a kick out of it too because it's unconventional. You don't see a lot of horror uh, uh, Christmas films, and yeah, this is still very Christmassy. For it being yeah. for it being a horror film, it still doesn't skip out on the Christmas stuff. It's still you know I would have I think I would have liked a little bit more tropes like. Like you know, a Christmas a Christmas murder that has to do with someone like fucking choking on eggnog or something like that. You know, something something stupid yeah. like that. Like I would I I would have been like, and if it's done well, I'd been like, fuck yeah, Christmas, bro. Yeah, I love it. That's your son. But um, how about how about the dead mother that had whiskey at every other <laughs> dude, spot in the, in the house? She had whiskey in the back of the toilet. Yeah, okay. I mean, I can I can understand her cutting up the Bible and like you know putting a, a thing of whiskey in the Bible. But, the but like in the back of the toilet, like I mean, granted that's the where the cleanest water is apparently in the house. Uh, cleanest water in the house is apparently the back of the toilet, from from what I from what I remember as a kid. Unless that was a yeah. prank. Well, so, whatever. But still, yeah, whatever exactly. the case, she's got a problem. I know. <laughs> she does uh, it as mouthwash. She uses yeah. mouthwash. <laughs> I can't imagine doing it with that. I'm not a heavy drinker, as you guys have seen. So to do that with mouthwash, mm. as mouthwash, I think I'll just puke on the spot, man. That's just awful. Yeah. Mrs. Mac. I, I, one thing I really liked was the uh, when they're trying to trace where the phone call is coming from. They're okay. like communicating back and forth with the uh, the phone company. This that's that was that was the most suspenseful part for me because it was unique to the time and you can't replicate that anymore yeah exactly. now it's super yeah. easy they're like oh i know you have a gps on on a phone boom he's in the yeah. house where's my iphone that's yeah, exactly. boring <laughs> that's boring i do i do like that the i did get the the feeling that he was in the house i i he was in the house because he was fucking showing up all the time but i knew there was going to be a well, sir, that's a problem the call is coming from inside the house like i knew i yeah. knew that that conversation the was birth. coming in I was the waiting for the birth of that famous line. Yeah, <laughs> the call is coming from in the house. Yeah, I, I liked it. And then and then he's like, he's like, oh Jesus Christ, I need to call her and let her know. And then he calls the fucking guy who can't do anything right. And he's like, he's like, whatever you do, don't tell her that the guy is in the house. And he's like, listen, the guy's in the house. You need to get the fuck out. <laughs> and she doesn't leave, which I'm like. Your friends didn't answer, bro. Yeah. They're dead. Get the fuck out of there. Like, oh. <laughs> passed out drunk. She probably yeah. can't hear a thing. No, she was going check. She, she was. She, I, no. If he knew that the killer was in the house, and you knew one of them was, uh, one of them was like perfectly fine, and just went to check on something or like take a nap or something, and you're screaming at the top of your lungs, and they don't come running <laughs> out. Fuck that. I'm getting out of there. Yeah, I'm out. I'm At least out you of there. a weapon. And also doesn't it also shows his eye again through the door crack, which I think it's also very like startling. Yeah. I like the, it. The chase is pretty intense itself too. I like it when a movie can establish a threat and still have it be present but not present. You know what I mean? I think yeah. the Nazis from Dunkirk, you feel their presence mm -hmm. throughout the movie, and you and you never see them hardly ever. They just you can, there's just this closing in outside force that makes yeah. makes things tighter and tighter. And you just get, and in the chase, you just get the glimpses and the the hands, harsh gr the hands and the harsh grunts of this. This guy yeah. is a total psycho. You don't doubt for a second. It's it's got yeah. a it's got a giallo feel to it. Yeah, mm. you know, it's got and kind of that that 
you don't see the person, but you see the hand, and the hand is you know yanking hair and shit like that. It's yeah, mm-hmm. and the blood really stands out when he's killed. Yeah, there's also um, <laughs> the the fucking you don't know much about this blood. You don't know much about the killer. Actually, Mm-mm. he just shows up and he starts stalking these people. It works really well here, mm-hmm. and there have been movies that have done that before or since then. Think, think back to Final Exam, Victor. The the guy, the killer was just a guy in that movie. The, right. It, it was fine, but it left a lot to be desired. This one, though, it felt like it was right because they set up the atmosphere really well and the approach, the directing approach, kind of suited there not being a big backstory for this killer or seeing yeah. him a whole lot. Yeah, and I actually appreciate it too because like in this case, there really doesn't need to be a backstory at all. I mean, it would be cool to maybe know a bit more about the killer, but I think the fact that like hits me hard is that you maybe think it's Peter because like it, you know that's what the movie's trying to yeah. get you to think like and you know with with uh, Jess killing him you think oh everything's fine now um but then it does that, like, that tracking shot through the that house at the end of the film tracking shot. it's so good and then you realize like oh shit that was not the killer he's still in the basement spouting off whatever is schizophrenic ramblings it's so good. It's I, it's so scary. <laughs> like I like oh, and the, it just it, it felt good to me that I was able to like I felt I felt like a fucking I felt so smart. I'm like it's not him. His eyes are yeah. different colors. His eyes are different exactly. colors because they and they specifically do a close up on him. Yeah. Of his bright bright blue eyes against the, you know, the red of his blood. And I'm like that's not him. The killer had had like amber brown eyes. You know, mm-hmm. so like I know, yes. and I'm like that. That guy's still alive. That guy's still alive. And then when he starts like talking to himself again, I was like, I fucking uh, called it. <laughs> I knew it. The, the final zoom out shot of the house from the you see the you see Claire in the window with the plastic wrap on her, and then yeah. it zooms out. The phone's just ringing. The cops on duty, just out on the stoop, mere yeah. feet away from yeah, the dude. Distance. And the credits start rolling, you think something <laughs> might happen, but no. It's in the house still! Go and get in her fist heart! And what's so frightening, too, is that you think about it, it's like, the killer has been there the entire time, but for, like, how long? Yeah. Like, how long has he been there for? This is a start like, of the movie. Yeah. Just in the basement the entire time. You don't time. know where he came mm. from. You don't know why he wants to do this. He just he climbs shows in, up. He, he climbs and, in through the window, right? Yeah. I guess so, yeah. I think because there's a scene of him, like... That's right, the very, you know, like, first yeah. shot. Of him, like... <laughs> I think I actually read one of the trivia. IMDb trivia. IMDb trivia. Bob Clark wrote a backstory. Oh, that's cool. Where is it? Even the music in this movie creeps me out. <laughs> Music's also very good. Did the, just the kind of the piano notes, the low mm-hmm. piano notes that make themselves, that kind of just come into the scene it just instantly makes me nervous. Yeah. Where was it? Um. Ugh. Ugh. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Where'd it go? Man. I don't know. Something about the killer. He, like, killed his parents and was, like, locked in the attic for 
forever or something. I don't remember. Where is it? I can't find it. Mm. Anyway. I don't buy that. I prefer no backstory. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I, I, I feel too. So there's a nip, there's a nitpick I have with this movie. Um, mm -hmm. It's more of uh, just like modern releases. You know how they put modern sound effects in old movies sometimes because their sound effects weren't so good back in the day. These this movie does it, and it's kind of jarring when you hear them. Like doors closing and whatnot. Yeah, it just sounds more crisp than the audio quality of the movie itself. Mm. And it just stands out. I did not. I did notice that as well. Yeah. I usually don't mind that, but this here, I, I'm just thinking. Hmm. Huh. All right. Huh. Could dial it back a bit. Huh. Maybe mix it differently. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, overall, I I this is, this is also a good pick. These are some two good picks, guys. I yeah, uh, yeah I, I'd say so. I enjoyed I enjoyed uh, Black Christmas a lot. Yeah, this one got better this time around. This is a better... Yeah, this this view was even better than the last one. Yeah. I'm glad to revisit it. I'm happy to hear that. Uh, do you guys want to go into ratings, I guess? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's go. Um, I'll start yeah, off. Yeah, why don't you start it off? I'll start it off with a... <clears throat> I'll do another four. Uh, the dread-inducing atmosphere and just the unclean perspective this movie takes on it is very effective suspense and it's punctuated with shocking death scenes and and the juxtaposition with its christmas setting just it's a very uncom it's an uncomfortable movie to sit through but it's very it's very satisfying horror filmmaking does what it says best and it does deserve a place in history as as the foundation of will become groundbreaking cinema. Cool, cool. cool. Yeah, um, I'll, I'm also I'm with you on that four. I'm also doing a four. Um, I think it's very terrifying and it's it's scary in a way that like feels um, feels right. Uh, my the problem that I have with horror films, at least in my opinion, is that it's just scary for no reason. Um, and I like, I like that this feels like it's scary for a reason, you know, it's, and, uh, I, I enjoyed all the characters. There was great character, like, um, development, especially on like the, the, like three main characters. Um, I liked seeing them unfold and, and yeah, I'm definitely going to try to pick this one up on Blu-ray and I want to, I'm going to also, uh, be watching this probably on Christmas time now. Yeah, four stars. That's what I like me. to hear. Sweet. Um, I think, I think I'll go with. I think I'll go with four and a half. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, granted, it does lose a bit of the impact from a first viewing, but I think overall it's still like very, very well done for being such an early form of the of the genre. Mm -hmm. um, the atmosphere is on point. The killer is ambiguous and is very terrifying when you get the glimpses of him. Yeah. Um, I like that it doesn't, it doesn't take, I mean, you hear, you, you see college girls slasher film. You honest, you obviously think like, okay, sleazy, they're going to show boobs and nudity, but like, yeah. it doesn't do that. And I appreciate that a lot. Like, I don't know. It, it's sleazy, but not in, in that like exploitive way. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I, it's yeah. I would argue this was this is not a very sleazy movie. No, not at all. No. And that's pretty, yeah. 
It's a sorority surprising. girl movie that doesn't involve one of the girls being naked. Yeah. Which is insane. And, that, <laughs> and I think that's a, a point that Bob Clark brought up in an interview or something. That, that's something he like made from the very get-go that he didn't want. So that's pretty... Uh, I appreciate that. But overall, it's yes. great. Um, the characters are interesting. They're fleshed out. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I th- yeah, this is definitely one that I will watch every every year during this time. Yeah. It, it's great. It's awesome. Very, very cool. good. Very, very fun one. <laughs> uh, one last thing I want to make note of. Uh, there was the one... <clears throat> I think there was the one boyfriend character. I think it was Claire's boyfriend. It, for some reason, I think it was just the fur coat he was wearing, but he reminded me of Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo. Oh. Because mm. he, he wore a fur coat like that in Solo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thinking, dude, is that you? I <laughs> fucking you, hated that where's movie. Where's the... F- <laughs> Oh, that was a fun movie. <laughs> Chewie, where are you? Nope. 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 I will rather die than watch it again, to be honest. Actually, no, I won't. I will watch it one more time because I saw and it and, and then and then I will figure out if I if I want to die. For this show, you will watch it again. <laughs> I guess. We should have a Star In May. <gasps> that would be fun. Dude, in May we have oh. Star Wars because May the 4th. Yeah. You know, that would be yeah, fun. I'd be down with that. That would be yeah. super fun. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah. then fucking Nick's, Nick's gonna yours. make me watch the fucking Solo, and I'm gonna want to die. <laughs> hey, if I have to watch Attack of the Clones again, I'm not choosing. I mean, I guess we will because actually, probably not because we're gonna be watching the originals because Victor hasn't seen him because he's a pleb. Yeah. I feel like we yeah. should maybe just do the Skywalker saga. This whole saga? Okay. Maybe uh, I don't know. That's. I mean. <laughs> Nine. Nine that's movies. a lot of movies, that's actually. A that's of a movies. lot of time dedicated. Yeah, that's a fuck ton of movies. Gradually, we'll get to, we'll get to them at our own pace. We'll have to do a once the, the, a week. Uh, once a week know, for like a trilogy. Watch three <laughs> yeah. movies in a week um, in May. Fuck that. After COVID's gonna be like probably calm down. Uh-uh. Yeah, I want to. I don't want to be doing that. No, bro. I'm going swimming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell me no, about don't, it. Do we um, have any questions? We do, guys. This is the last episode of the year. That's that's incredible. An entire year, year of this. Man. What a year, man. Man. Yeah, what a fucking year, dude. <laughs> but uh yeah, we have questions. We have a few. Cool. Um so this one's from The Wrath of Gilligan. Ooh. So they ask underrated Christmas movies. What are they? Mm. Hmm. That's a tough one. Yeah. Underrated Christmas movies. That's hard. Yeah, I know. I can't think of any. I think I'll say Long Kiss Goodnight with Gina Davis and Samuel Jackson. It's one of Shane Black's best scripts. It's a very excellent 90s action thriller. It's an, it's an action movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And solid performances and it's hugely funny and in, and in Shane Black's style his his on top his on point writing style it's it's really it's very enjoyable nice um I I'll have to say Krampus I think Krampus is super underrated not a lot of people talk about how fucking cool it is so that's fair I'll say Krampus or I mean honestly this movie too is super underrated like it's it's mm-hmm. a lot of people don't really talk about this movie either, 
and I think that's that's uh, kind of undeserving. It's I think this this deserves all the praise. So um, yeah, I honestly can't think of one because most of the Christmas movies I've seen and I enjoy like Wonderful Life and this and mm-hmm. Christmas Story, Nightmare Before Christmas, like everyone loves those films so honestly i i can't have an answer for you sorry sorry I'm just gonna, gilligan sorry gilligan i i legitimately mm-hmm. couldn't tell you <laughs> i mean eyes wide shut sort of unappreciated and that's that takes place during christmas so yeah take that if you will that's a christmas movie unbelievable i mean die hard's a christmas movie i don't know okay yeah. <laughs> all right these we got three from jordan ainsley my sister shout out my sister Hey, shout out. Um, okay. How did you pick these as the final reviews of 2020? That question hit me. I was like, wow, these are the final reviews. Uh, uh, we, ha- we technically have one more coming out. That's true. Yeah. But. So. Um, well, as far as the mainline episodes, I wasn't really conscious of that fact yeah. so much. <laughs> yeah. I know. It didn't hit me until just now. I'm like, oh, my God. I've been, I've been a part of this for, like, six months now. I think, I think the first one, when I, like seven months when i really started to get back on was the guns akimbo episode yeah and so it was the first episode with you i think right second yeah, i was i was done... in i was in top films of 19 oh that's yeah. right yeah 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 we did that one but he didn't officially do an episode that's crazy it took you that long yeah yeah so my first episode where i wasn't like i was no longer like a feature like a featured person was the um, Matrix and Scott Pilgrim, which was Got it. five months ago. Mm. Can we do that review again? I want a mulligan. <laughs> 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 no, um, I think it's just kind of I got into a routine, and I just wasn't conscious of everything. It's it's that thing. Yeah, you, you, I think you have those days where this, there should be something major going on, but it's just kind of another day sort of thing. I just picked it like, meh. This is the movie I want to talk about. Yeah. Oh, it's the end of the year? That's cool. I still want to talk about it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's kinda of sad. It's uh uh I'm I'm sad that uh that um Ryan can't be with us, but I understand yeah. my man my man is, is dying. I wouldn't want to record not either. Yeah, so definitely would <laughs> rather him to be, die, but he ain't gonna die. Rather, if he dies, I'll kill him. Yeah, I'd rather him be getting healthy than than to be on some some goofy podcast with his friends so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um it's a christmas movie i didn't really think much of it i, I didn't really process the mm-hmm. yeah anyway actually i will also say what shows me to pick this movie is i wanted to go back to when we were picking movies on a whim taking gambles yeah that's we had said we would talk about movies we know at some point but largely we want to experiment and try out some films that we were curious about and this is back when we could still rent from scarecrow video when Mm. everything wasn't shut down yeah so it was fun it was kind of exciting in that way and so i just wanted to go back to that a little bit i wanted to pick something out from a library and just see what we would get just open that box of chocolates and see what we get yeah i appreciate that yeah um she also asks what are some goals for 2021 everyone's favorite question oh shit my new year's resolution (laughs) man i've been making goals 
for years. I never met said goals. What's the point? <laughs> I wanna I no. wanna put a I wanna put a video out on my YouTube channel once a month. I wanna have at least twelve videos done by by December thirty first next year. Of any length. Of any length. I okay. just need I just want something out a month. There you go. Okay. And, and actually, I think it's it's super doable. So Well actually on that note, I maybe I'll have a couple different goals. I wanna try and write I I I'll just I'll go to my writing here. I want to try to write maybe at least ten pages of feature script. Doesn't matter if it's one feature I devote to or if I bounce back and forth between feature scripts I have in the works. I want to do at least ten pages. Actually, make some progress on some stories, some fulfilling large stories, long-term stories. And if not that, I wanted to just come up with some come up with a new concept for a new short film every other month just kind of build up the bank for when i want to get back to, yeah get back to work i want to i want to be i want to be in and i want to shoot a nick mccann short that's also <laughs> that's also a goal of mine hell yeah so. you're on pal <laughs> <laughs> what about you vic um i guess in terms of like i would love to be closer to moving out and like and making enough money where I can feel comfortable doing that, especially with my GF. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. But Wow-wee. in terms of creative, I honestly don't know because, like, of course I would love to create a short film with people and whatnot. Um, I know I need a lot of a lot of practice writing and, and, and really understanding the craft of writing before I do that. Yeah. Because right now I fucking can't. <laughs> I just <laughs> I can't even do a film by myself. So yeah. I, I would like Call for that up, to happen. Let's write something. You I'm nimrod. Just, he, can't, he can't write. He I'm can't not write even with a, other people. Not right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would like to work more on music. I would like to pick up the guitar again and mm. learn just you know some chords that I can keep in the back pocket and whatnot, and get more serious about that and really stick to it. Um, yeah. Listen, 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 listen. Learn Wonderwall and you're set for it. <laughs> Just whip that out at every party. He probably knows Wonderwall already. <laughs> maybe. Um, I guess maybe for this for specifically, what are some goals that... I mean, I, I hope that we continue to do this in 2021. Um, I know that, you know, it hasn't been the easest thing <laughs> the podcast this year yeah. there's been some major ups and downs that people aren't aware could, of if we could do more in-person episodes in some way it would help i'm not Absolutely. doing shit with ryan until he can <laughs> for another like i don't know in where i got this sock but like <laughs> what'd you just do I, <laughs> I had a sock i've been using a sock as like a like a windscreen for my my microphone and i was fucking oh. with it and i threw it behind me and it went in the bucket <laughs> Kobe. Kobe. Oh, RIP. RIP. Jesus Christ. Let's wrap this up. We need to end that. <laughs> what's the What's the next question? Um, but yes, more in person, and uh, hopefully more listeners. That'd be I nice. would. I want to do. I would like to do more. More frequent. Uh, to be honest. Really. I would like to do. I I personally would like at least something being put on uh, RFTW once a week, like something. Because I feel like I feel like every other week is not enough time 
to to bring in that many people. So even if it's not like yeah. a full review, doing something mm-hmm. like we had talked about doing a gaming segment, doing some like uh, some other stuff. So I would I would love to to try to do something like that. But again, it's yeah. the new year. We can talk about it on all that. But yeah, yeah. So um, okay, okay. So Next question. When will the first podcast of 2021 be out? That's we don't know. Actually, we don't have yeah. anything. We don't even know what we're doing yet. I like. Uh, it's, I, there's no holiday in January, so no. We've been talking about wanting to do like a favorites for a while, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know when. I think January would probably be a good time for that. But at this point, I'm kind of done with themed stuff. Totally, I'm kind of so. Same. <laughs> I would like to do like, you know, just pick a movie and and let's watch it that's know? what i'm saying we we can do whatever we want in january yeah. i gotta say uh, it would make i mean because i personally we haven't sh- watched like many 2020 movies mm-hmm. and i still want to do like a best 10 of 2020 mm-hmm. yeah me too I've been so we should to do that sometime in january yeah like absolutely. maybe the end of january or something we could do yeah. a best of the totally last year i'm into that yeah, yeah, yeah. that sounds good to me but i mean if we follow yes. the schedule like we been doing the next episode if we planned it would be the Mm -hmm. 8th of january would be the next recording but who knows i don't Mm -hmm. know i'm fine with even taking a break if we guys want to do that Mm -hmm. but basically we don't know we don't know we have no we have no we don't know jordan um stay tuned yes and then the last one this is kind of an easy question uh cinema flavor asks Mm -hmm. are you guys excited for Kong versus Godzilla. I think we already... <laughs> listen. Listen. Cinema flavor. Buddy. Pal. I am furiously excited for Godzilla versus Kong. I've been waiting for this my whole life. The world has been waiting for this since 1962. We need a new version. A new bitchin'. Fast and Furious Godzilla vs. Kong movie. It's right there. It's right within our reach. It, they just need to drop it right on us. Yes, yes. I, I really want this to happen. Just please go ahead. Make make it happen. Let's go. Come on. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm cool. I guess I'm excited. I I like I I liked Skull Island. Uh, I liked, uh, I liked, I, I, cool, yeah, I'm down, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I basically echo what Chase said. <laughs> if I can see it in a theater, sure, I'm, I'm even cooler. I love, I'll just, when I was working at, I, I worked in a movie theater, I got free movies a week. I got one, I got two free movies a week, and I'd see a movie oh. every week. And so, King, uh, Godzilla happened to be one of those movies I saw, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'll drink a I'll drink a, a tall boy fucking angry orchard and eat some fried pickles to this movie. Hell yeah, Dude, that's a good time. Uh, this is a personal request. I would like to talk the legendary films at some point, the MonsterVerse movies. I still haven't seen Invisible Man, but uh, I would like to see. That, is that not one of them? The MonsterVerse. I thought that, that was kind of no, considered MonsterVerse. The no, the Invisible Man. Yeah. The MonsterVerse is Godzilla and Kong. Oh, you should have oh, said th- that. Yeah, thing. that's what you should have said. I thought you were talking about the universal, like, uh, like oh, the, the dark. It's the... called the MonsterVerse. I'm sorry, I don't pay attention. I'm not a big Godzilla Whatever. fan like you and Whoa. Ryan. <laughs> yeah. 
You didn't eat, eat, drink, and breathe Monsterverse? Yeah. Only thing I eat is when I'm sucking down Godzilla. Well, yeah. everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Yeah. Happy New yeah. Year. Let's, let's... Happy Chanukah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Bonica. Happy Fonica. Yeah, happy Kwanzaa. Happy Electronica. Yeah, Kwanzaa started a couple... Or hasn't started yet. I think 28th is Kwanzaa. 26th, something like that. I don't know anything about Kwanzaa, but I'm happy Happy Kwanzaa, guys. Happy, Me too. Let's so, go Kwanzaa. So, um... <laughs> But yeah, this is uh, thank you. This is it's. I've I've been liking the interaction we've been getting this year. It's been nice. Um, yeah, I'm excited for next it's year. Interesting. And I'm hoping to double our numbers. That's my goal, is to double our numbers. So I hope by the end of next year we have, you know, 190 mm. subscribers. That'd so be cool. That would be. We cool. almost we almost hit 100, dude. We've got 95 right now. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. All okay. right. Um, Wrapping. Thank you, everyone, for listening throughout the year. It's been a pleasure. It's been a, it's been an interesting ride, and um, thank you, Chase, for joining the lineup. It's good to have you. Thank you for having me. Nick, thanks for being here as always. And um, gotcha. everyone, have a safe and great New Year's, and here's to a better and brighter 2021. <laughs> And then it pulls you into why you came here. So yeah, I think it's just, it's yeah. just good build up, honestly. I'll be right back. Uh oh. Snow. Snow. Oh yeah, dude! Holy cow! It's, it's still happening. going strong. Is it? It's, it's happening. happening. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. Oh. Oh baby. Oh baby. It's a winter wonderland out there, guys. It's so beautiful. Oh, man, I love the snow. Oh, is it sticking? <gasps> My mom's not going to be happy. She has to work at, like, midnight. She's going to be so scared to drive to Seattle. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad, man. <laughs> the snow's sticking, guys. We interrupt this broadcast. It is sticking. Oh. Snow day tomorrow, guys. You guys want to do something? Snow day, let's go. Should we, should we go hang out? Should we go hang out with Ryan and get COVID? <laughs> let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but back to the back to the point. That's amazing. Oh shit. Oh wow, I can see I'm, it. I'm, I can see it in the background. Now my GF that? Wow, that's crazy. I can see it in the background. That shit's coming down. Do you oh, see yeah. that, Victor? Nice. Oh yeah. Oh my god, it's really coming down. It's not doing that for me. I think it probably stopped at this point. It'll probably come your way soon. Yeah, probably. Probably. But getting back to the program. <laughs> speaking of speaking uh, of snow and Christmas. Oh my gosh! It doesn't stop. It's snowing, snowing out there, bro. Oh, we check mine. Ugh. Holy shit! Yeah. Whoa. 
Oh, oh, hi. I wish it wasn't snowing. It's really fucking snowing. <laughs> Holy shit. I just got a cover for my motorcycle that's been sitting out for like since August. You have a motorcycle? And, <laughs> I do. I do. What the? I do. I have I a motorcycle. It's pretty it, fucking but sweet, but I just. Just it, in time, man. Uh, my, uh, my battery died and it died and it's been dead all summer and it's been sitting out in the rain now so i've got some work to do oh. uh mm -hmm. but um yeah it was pretty uh it was pretty fun yeah cool 